Welcome to the Jesus Show. Not that one. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Today, I'm back in Maui. And I was going to film outside. And then it's super windy. And there's a guy mowing the lawn. I don't know if you guys can see. The ocean is right over there. And it's very beautiful out, but like I said, there's, here, let me see, there we go. It's very windy out. There's a lot of outside noises that I cannot control. So I figured I'm still going to do the episode, but it's going to be in the room. Because, I don't know if you guys can hear that, it just sort of goes... Very, very windies aside today's. And there we go. You can see me a little better. Uh, all right, let's start the show. Guys, follow me on Instagram. My apologies. Follow me on Instagram at the Jesus Show NTO, Twitter at Jesus Show NTO, Facebook, the Jesus Show, not that one, TikTok at the Jesus Show, not that one, YouTube, type in the Jesus Show, not that one, or the Jesus Show NTO, and then email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus Show NTO at gmail.com. All right, let's get into the show. How are you guys doing? What are you guys up to right now? Today is Friday. And should I tell? No, no, I'm going to leave that for after the first story. It's Friday, and I'm in Maui. Beautiful, beautiful. We got here yesterday at about 1 o'clock. We have birds. We got here about 1 o'clock. No, we got here 2. 2. 2 p.m. We got here, and then I spent from 2 p.m. to about 11 just walking around. I hit the gym. I went to the store. I hung out with my crew a little bit. Um, they, they were, they're cool. Let me just let me just say that the crew that I'm here with is really cool, but they're not my Honolulu crew that I just went to Honolulu with. That was that was super 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 fun. I can't say enough how much fun it was. Um, it was really cool, and I had. I had, yeah, I had a blast in Honolulu, but here in Maui, it's more relaxed. In Honolulu, it's very busy. There's a lot of people. It's very crowded. There's a lot of people here, but it's not, it's not as crowded. It's more laid back. I feel, that's how I feel. And just outside the hotel, you walk out the back and there's a pool and then the ocean is right there, which is really nice. In Honolulu... The beach is not far, but it is across the street. So we have to come out of the hotel, cross the street, and then just walk behind something, either a little alley that the um, hotels have, or just you know down a little path and then like make a right, and it's right there. Anyways, it's really close, but here it's nice because it's a lot closer 
and you don't have to any, you don't have to cross any roads. The first time I came to Maui for the long layover, when I was here the first time, I was at a different hotel, and it was more local. That was really cool. I went out with the went out with the flight deck. The pilots took me out for some dinner. And it was just a little local bar that was there, and it was it was really cool. And that hotel, I think, is really nice. I shot the episode. Uh, same thing, I walked around, got to know the, the lay of the land a little bit. The nice thing about the other hotel is that there's an ABC store. I don't know if you guys know what an, what an ABC store is, but an ABC store is like a island 7-Eleven. I think that's a good way to describe it. But it's a, it's a souped up 7-Eleven because they have all kinds of, you know, you can get water, you can get um, wine, beer, alcohol. You can buy all kinds of candy. You have, <clears throat> excuse me, you have Hawaiian candy, you know, like Hawaiian milk, chocolate. That's, uh, they're, they're macadamia nuts covered in milk chocolate they have uh, Hawaiian coffee they have clothes they have all kinds of souvenirs it's it's a really cool store the other hotel you come out you make a left maybe a four or five minute walk from the hotel the moment you get out here a little different you come out of the hotel and it's about a tw I made it there in 16 minutes so it's 16 to about 25 minutes depending on how fast you walk and then if you go just yesterday if you go the opposite way there's a market called time market it's a grocery store that's about 25 to 30 minutes away depending on how how fast people walk i got there in 19 but i didn't take the 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 beach walk the beach walk amazing very beautiful it reminds me of the strand in hermosa beach there's some houses and then there's one house that has the shrubbery really high i'm assuming so that the people on the walkway can't see in um but i mean i said there was a house in uh what was it hermosa hermosa there was a house in hermosa that had a high fence and a bunch of shrubbery and I I told me and Allie would talk and I told her my personal preference is I wouldn't have any of that like I'd want the view of the entire ocean um, but you know some people don't want people looking in which people look in just I mean I was looking at I was looking at every time we walk walk by you know, I look at the house. I was like, oh, man, that's really cool. And then here, same thing. You know, I saw the house. And I was like, oh, shit. But the the places to get food, water, drinks, anything you want. If you don't want to pay the hotel prices, they're, they're a walk. But the walk, the, what is it, the, the flip side? The flip side is the walk is very beautiful, very scenic. Um, so yeah, this morning I woke up, I worked out, I went for a walk to the ABC store, I came back, I posted something on my Instagram, 
on my personal and my my show Instagram. I came back. I ate outside at the outside on the balcony with a beautiful view that unfortunately you guys can't see because of the queen and the uh, cutting of the of the grasses. Uh, and then now I'm filming the episode. And then after I'm done filming the episode, I have to go to work. Then I go from here, Maui, to Chicago. One flight, which is very nice. I like it when it's just one flight. Because it just means one board, one D plane. Very easy. Uh, and it has international, uh, international flying feels. So I do like that, and I do miss my international flying. Okay. Last week, I had an issue. We had an issue as a crew, right? Is that a good way to put it? Yes. We were leaving Honolulu to go to Chicago. It was the last leg home. And myself and another flight attendant, Sam, very cool guy. I met him. We were together on, a, on the trip. We started off with... What was it? San Francisco? No. What am I doing? San Francisco. It was Chicago, San Francisco, San Francisco, Honolulu. Then going back, you know, it was a, I think 27 hour layover. And then it was Honolulu back to Chicago. Very nice, very relaxing trip. So me and Sam came together. So we worked from Chicago to San Francisco and then to Honolulu and he was just he was really cool and then going to from Honolulu back to Chicago we were sitting close to each other I was sitting at one door and he, he was sitting just opposite of me on the other door I don't even know why I mentioned that I think I just wanted to give Sam a shout out Sam what's up homie we start boarding for Chicago from Honolulu. And, you know, I'm out there trying to help the people, you know, find their seats, put their uh, luggage away. And this guy comes up to me and he says, is, is this, is this for, is this for, and I went, huh? And he asked me again and he goes, is this my seat? I'm not going to give you the seat numbers. Uh, I'm just not going to give you the seat numbers because I don't know, because I had a red report about it and all that shit. Anyways. So he asked me, you know, was this my seat? And I go, yeah, I mean, you're right there. He shows me a second. I go, yeah, you're right there. And I notice, I smell, and he looks, he's acting very drunk. So I let my coworkers know, hey, this guy's drunk. And one of the gate agents comes over and starts talking to me and says, well, you know, do you think he's going to be a problem? And I said, I don't think he's going to be a problem. I think he's just very drunk and I believe he's going to pass out. Should I have kicked him off? Probably. But also, he wasn't a problem. He didn't seem like blackout drunk. Well, at least he wasn't acting blackout drunk. Like, he, he he knew where he was. He knew what day. Like, I asked him some questions just to gauge where he was. 
And he definitely was aware of his surroundings. Uh, so he sits down and we keep boarding. And I'm like, okay. And I really don't know how people intoxicated like that, when I have a quick interaction with them, I can tell right away. So it's odd to me that the gate agents can't, or I guess they don't want to deal with it. I really don't know. That's speculation on my end. So he sits down. Then another guy, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes later, another guy comes up and tells me. He's like, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? I let my my coworkers know, hey, we have another one. This guy, he keeps messing with his, like he's sitting at one one area, and he keeps putting his bag in another area. So I see this. He does this like four times. So I go up to him, and I said, hey, can I help you? He goes, yeah, I'm just trying to find a place for my bag. I said, yeah, I mean, there's a place right above your head. He goes, oh, no, it's not going to fit. I go, yeah, it'll fit. He goes, it's not. And I go, okay, do you want me to try? He goes, you can try, but you're not You're not going to be able to. So I put it up, and it fits perfectly. And I went, see? He goes, oh, oh, it does fit. I go, yeah, I mean, I've done this a couple times, so I think I'm, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then he tells me, oh, the reason why I noticed him is because at the boarding door, I was there for a moment, and he looks at me, and he's like, there's a lot of aggressive people in line. I went, what? And he goes, there's a lot of aggressive people. They're, they're very aggressive. I just want to let you know. And I went, okay. What is What does that mean, though? Like, are, are people being aggressive towards you? And he goes, they're aggressive. And I went, hmm, okay. That's why when he got to his seat, I was like, so he sits down, and at one point he gets up again, and he thought he put his bag by the other drunk guy because they're they're kind of sitting close. And I hear him tell the guy, "Be careful! There's a group. It's not just one. So be careful. There's a lot of guys." And I look at the face at the at the first guy, and he looks confused he's like huh at that point i thought that the second drunk guy was maybe threatening the first drunk guy i was like why would he be telling him there's a group like huh what is he talking about so i just thought is he is he threatening him is he talking about another group of people what is he talking about and from the reaction that I got in that quick interaction between them, I could I could tell that drunk guy number two wasn't threatening drunk guy number one. But then it just didn't make sense. Like, who's he talking about? We get everybody on and we close the door. We're about to leave. We get a call and it's one of our coworkers telling us, hey, there's this guy back here, and he's blasted drunk. And I was like, what the fuck? A third one? What is going on here? So one of our other, the purser goes and talks to the guy, and in talking to him, the guy's just being a dick. He's, you know, telling the, the he's telling my coworker, uh, you, you're not shit, you know, I can do whatever the fuck I want. 
you know, I have so much money. He's like, that has, that has nothing to do with anything. I'm just letting you, oh, because one of my coworkers in the back saw the guy. Uh, he grabbed a couple minis from his bag and he was going to drink them. And he told him, he said, hey, you can't do that. And the guy just, he went, yeah. So he like told him to fuck off without telling him to fuck off. He's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. My coworker goes, no, that's not how that works. You can't do that. Then there was this lady sitting next to him with a baby, and she told that same coworker who found them pulling the minis out of their bag. She said, they were just bragging to me about how they have a bunch of alcohol in their bag and how they're going to drink all of it and get wasted, and you guys aren't going to know anything. So he goes, okay. So that's another red flag for us. So she goes and sits down. That conversation happens. And then we start talking. And now we're trying to decide, what are we going to do? And I was one of the ones that said, I, I, I don't want them on the plane. If they're going to be complete fucking assholes, kick them off. Because first off, they shouldn't be on the plane that drunk. Because in, in an emergency, if I'm trying to help you get out of the plane, you're not going to be able to walk. You won't know what the fuck's going on. You're just going to get hurt. So that's that's another reason why if you guys ever think about getting blasted, drunk, and then flying, don't do it. Because most likely you're going to get kicked off the plane because it's, it's a liability. We don't want you to get hurt. And I know people say, oh, yeah, but when I get drunk, I, you know, I'm okay in this. We, we, don't, we don't know that. We don't know that about you. We don't know you personally. We just know if you're drunk, no, 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 you can't. And of course, there's times where you use your discretion and this, you know, it's not just black and white. There is gray in there. But these guys, three of the guys were just, I mean, just wasted. So I went over to see what was going on. And you can tell, and I thought, same thing, I thought to myself, how did they, how did they get on the plane like this, in this shape? Some security comes on, it wasn't the cops, some security, which I don't know why they didn't call the cops, they should have called the cops, but whatever. Two pretty big guys come on, they talk to the guys, they have them get off the plane, they go, come here, we're going to talk to you, so three of them are by the door that's open that you get on and get off the plane. And at one point, they're there for maybe 15 minutes. And at one point, they, they're, they're told to get off by these security people to get off the plane. When they told them that, this one guy grabs his phone and starts filming one of my coworkers because he's mad at him now. Because he's like, you kicked me off the plane. And he puts like he puts his phone right in front of, you know, my coworker's face. And kudos, kudos to him. He kept it very, very calm. Very calm, very chill. He didn't say anything. He didn't react. He just he stood there. He didn't he didn't tell any he didn't say anything to the guy. And you can tell the guy was wasted as he's filming. He's like, couldn't even form words to get it out. So he's on the jet jetway. 
then at that point they're told you're not you're not getting on the flight you can't fly today he loses it so he starts filming my coworker again but not on the plane he's just off the plane i take it upon myself and i get in between my coworker and the guy trying to film him and the guy has the guy is at least 6 feet away from me but i just i give him my back and i'm just standing there and i just kind of do one of these just so i can see if he's coming back on just so i can you know hey man you can't get back on so he starts walking towards me and he grabs my arm he grabs my like elbow area right here what he was trying to do is he was trying to move me because he wanted me to move so that he can film my coworker and make it look like whatever whatever he's whatever whatever narrative he's trying to paint for people on the internet he touches me as he touches me i turn as i'm turning i take my ring off and i clench my fist and i'm very i'm i am very happy i didn't punch him or push him cuz i think I definitely know that if I would have done that, things would have escalated. But don't 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 fucking touch me. Like why are you why are you touching me? I don't know. I didn't know if he was touching me to hurt me. I don't know if he's touching me to move me. I don't know if he's I don't know what he's doing. I assumed again, this is my assumption. That in that moment, maybe, I didn't know for sure, but maybe he was trying to push me away. But I don't know. He was drunk. He's not all there. He's not thinking. So as I take off my ring and I'm turning and I clench my fist, I just look at him and I just yell, don't touch me. And I think it kind of, I think it kind of startled him. And I think one of the security guards grabbed him and like pulled him away. He didn't try to grab me again. And the other two guys that were on the jetway, they didn't like they didn't try to, you know, like come to his aid for lack of a better word. And in that moment, oh my god, I got I got hot from from my toes all the way to like I can feel it in my hair. I was just and I, and I <laughs> Sam was at the door with us too. And I think I think I remember him saying like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I didn't even look at him cuz I was just I was I was in fuck somebody up mode and I just went, "I'm fine." I went there he was like here and I did I don't think I looked at him and I said, "I'm fine." And I oh man, I had to breathe through it. Woosa, woosa. There was a, a group of six of them. And the other three, they seemed, from what my other coworkers uh, said talking to them, they seemed coherent. They weren't drunk. They were very nice. But because the three got kicked off, they ended up getting off the plane as well. Uh, one of the guys was like, I can't, I mean, I can't leave my friends. You know, we're all flying together. 
And then I think the last one was like, dude, I'm so sorry that this happened. You know, they got a little too crazy. And they got off. But I mean, I don't know. You know, they may seem nice, but I don't know if they actually are nice. We kick them off, close the door again, then we leave, right? We get up in the air, and multiple people in the air as we're doing our service, multiple people are telling us, hey, thank you for kicking those guys off. And the first person that told me said, oh, yeah, I mean, they were, you know, they were just a little too drunk. And the guy tells me, he goes, they were causing a scene for a couple hours out, you know, where, you know, before we got on the plane. I said, really? He goes, yeah, they kept like yelling at each other. They kept yelling at people. It was really weird. Nobody told him anything. I went, huh. Get a couple rows, I get to somebody else. And they said, hey, thanks for, and I went, yeah. I said, why did you? Did you have any interaction with them? They said no, but they were really they were really loud. They were obnoxious. They were making people uncomfortable. Like it, it wasn't it wasn't cool. Like it was uncomfortable to be at the gate uh, waiting for the flight because of them. And I went, really? Go a couple rows, another person. Hey, thanks, because they and I thought to myself, again, how the fuck did they get on the plane? Nobody realized this? Out like no, no, none of our coworkers realize this. And then we get to the bag and we're done with the service. And then my, our other coworkers are like, hey, people are telling. And I said, dude, people are telling me the same thing. Like overwhelmingly, people were like, thank fucking God you kicked these dumb fucks off. Then at one point, drunk guy number two, he tells me, he goes, hey, thanks for kicking him off. You took my advice and I went, what? And he goes, those were the guys I was telling you that were being aggressive. He didn't tell me that those were the guys. But in his mind, he thought, oh, I told him. So he tells me, yeah, those are the guys. And I said, oh. And he says, yeah, I was telling the other drunk guy. He didn't say the other drunk guy. He said, I was telling the guy to be careful because they had a group and I went, oh, oh, that makes sense. And then hearing other stories from my coworkers as we're exchanging information because of the situation that happened, they start telling me that drunk guy number one got fed up and told them something. They were being loud, they were being obnoxious and he told them like pipe down or something like that. He told them something, he confronted them and told them to chill that set all of them off apparently who the fuck do you think you are blah 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 blah. fuck off and he's like hey man i'm just trying to like you know you're being loud and obnoxious i'm just fuck you so they were yelling at drunk guy number one so drunk guy number two when he got on the plane he was trying to tell him hey chill don't start anything with him because they have a group there's six of them. Now it makes sense. We're piecing the puzzles together. Um, and yeah, that was the flight from Honolulu to Chicago. Fucking insane. Luckily, this flight from Chicago to Maui was very chill. Everybody was very nice. 
no issues, no problems. I'm hoping for a smooth flight going back. That was my Honolulu to Chicago drama that I experienced just a couple days ago. It was the day, the day I filmed the episode. So I filmed the episode. I think that was on a Tuesday. Oh no, I think that was on a Monday. I got home Tuesday. Yes, I got home Tuesday, then it came out Wednesday. So that the last week's episode, I was, it was cool because I was like, oh, I'm at the beach, I'm having this grand old time. And then I get on the plane, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm dealing with all this bullshit. Uh, so yeah, that was that. You know, something that, you know, something that grinds my gears. I think I've said it before. Um, I don't understand why flight attendants care how other flight attendants get trips. I've never, I've never understood that. And I, I feel as if there's senior people that see more junior people than them. And they go, how'd you get this trip? doesn't matter. I got it. Were you, you're, you're on the trip, right? Yeah. So what do you care? I've never, I've never asked anybody, how'd you get this trip? I, I could give three shits. If I'm on a good trip, if I'm on it, that's all that matters. Don't give a shit who else is on it. Don't give a shit who's on it, who's not on it. I say this because at the start of this trip, it's a four day. The first day I did, it was a turn somewhere, somewhere in New York. Syracuse, no. Albany, I think Albany, 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 New York. Went, went out, came back, then from Chicago went to Pittsburgh. When I got to the gate to start the trip, one of the flight attendants goes, oh, how'd you get this trip? Did you trade into it? Did did somebody give it to you? Did, and I went, no. I, I mean, I traded into it. I said, I had a shitty trip, and now I have a better trip. He goes, oh, because my friend was supposed to be on the on the on this trip. And I go, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, like, she wouldn't. She wouldn't drop the trip. She wouldn't call in sick. And I go, I mean, does she get sick? He goes, well, yeah, everybody gets sick. And I go, okay. Maybe she's sick. I don't. I don't know. I don't know why she's not here. And he's like, "Well, we're really good friends." And I go, "I, I don't think you are." And he goes, "What?" I go, "I don't think you're that good of a friend, or I don't think you know her that well." I think I said, "I don't think you guys know each other that well." So because the people that I call friends, we we text each other and we talk. If something like that were to happen, they would let me know. If they don't let you know, you're not friends. You're acquaintances, you're coworkers, but you are not friends. And for the first, like for the first day, he just kept, he was working in the back with me, which made it fucking worse. Cause he just kept, oh yeah, oh no. And then finally going to Pittsburgh, he goes, oh, I talked to my friend and yeah, she said she was sick. And I went, okay. 
He's like, no, because I was just wondering why you would get the trip because she... I wanted to tell the guy, dude, shut the fuck up. But I didn't. And I held my composure. And I, I thought it. I thought it. I was like, man, I just want you to shut the fuck up. Like, it, does, it doesn't matter who has the trip. And it's irritating. Irritating. When people, when people ask us that. When people ask me that. The other irritating part, what, what really grinds my gears, is on the flip side, there's junior people who pick up very good trips, and then they start talking as if they don't do anything except these magical trips. They'll say something to the effect of, you know, oh, I only fly... I'm only flying Tel Aviv or Maui or Honolulu. Like, ugh, I don't fly anything else. And then in talking to them, you find out, yeah, I mean, they fly shitty trips because they're juniors. Not that all, all junior people fly shitty trips, but not all junior people are able to get really good trips. It happens. Either they pick it up or they're assigned to it, but junior people don't exclusively only fly shitty trips or, you know, great trips. It just, it's, it's funny to, to hear somebody say that. I remember when I was uh, in L.A. flying international trips, there was some of my coworkers that I would fly with that were around my seniority that were junior. And you'd hear him talk to people and they'd go, oh, I only fly, I only fly international. And then when we stopped, some of them, some of them would say, you know, oh, I, I can't, I can't fly domestic trips. I just can't. And I tell them, oh, so are you going to quit? And they go, no. And I go, oh, so you are going to fly domestic trips then. They go, no, but I, I go, so wait, are you? Are you quitting or are you not quitting? I'm not understanding. What are you talking about? They go, no, what I mean is... I go, oh, okay, we'll say that. Because if you say something as if it's true, any rational person is going to hear that and think, oh, this is what he means. I can't read your fucking mind. Like, I don't know. Oh, what I meant is... And also, it doesn't matter. If you don't want to fly domestic trips or shitty trips then you're gonna have to quit right you don't want to quit then you're gonna be flying those shitty trips yeah it's just it's it's something that grinds grinds my gear it irritates me it doesn't piss me off it just irritates me yesterday when i was walking to time market t-i-m-e time market there was this lady <laughs> I was this lady on speakerphone, and I hate, hate people that talk on speakerphone. Now, hear me. If I'm going to use myself as, a, as an example, if I'm talking on speakerphone and I'm with one of my friends and I'm talking on speakerphone to somebody, 
that is okay because you're you're with your friend i'm with my friend and i'm talking to somebody and usually it's quick because i've done it or the reason why i'm putting them on speakerphone the person on the phone is because i want the person next to me to be involved in the conversation as well that acceptable now that's acceptable if it's only the two of you and there's nobody else around because I don't normally do that in public. If there's a bunch of people around, I'm not going to do that shit because that's fucking stupid. If I'm alone and there's nobody around me, nobody around me, I'll be, I'll, I'll, I'll put somebody on speakerphone. I did it um, yesterday when I was talking to, to my brother, Greg. I was walking back and I put him on speakerphone for just a moment. There was nobody. It was just me the ocean and walking and I went oh blah, blah, blah. and I didn't want to go like this so I was just oh it's so nice I'll do that if for some reason I pick up the phone and I can't have the person right here I'll answer it I'll put them on speaker and I usually tell them hey let me call you right back I hear the okay click that's it Having a full-on conversation with other people around on speakerphone should be punishable by death. There's, there's, no, there's no reason for it. Nobody else that's around you wants to listen to whatever fucking conversation you're having with the other person. And for people to not be aware of their surroundings, that pisses me off. Because I feel like that's a, it's all about me. I'm talking to this person. I don't care who's around. I don't need to be quiet. I don't, I'm doing whatever I'm doing. And that is rude as shit. So I'm walking to Time Market. And there's this lady, there's this couple in front of me. They're an older couple. The lady's like, huh? Yeah, we're, what? Huh? So the, the person, here's the other problem. The person on the phone is talking. And the person supposed to be listening isn't. They keep interrupting. And then there's pauses. And then both people are like, what? Because with speakerphone, there's there's too many things going on. And maybe the person on either end is listening to stuff that's going on around you instead of what's going on in the conversation that you're supposed to be having. So it's like, what? Huh? No, what? Huh? What? what? A lot of that. Then I started walking faster. And I mean, I wasn't super close to him. I would say... Again, I was at least, I would say, six to eight feet away from them. And I kept telling myself, say something, say something, say something, say something. And I was, my other side was like, no, 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 doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. No, no, just walking, get the fuck away from them. And as I got maybe two feet from them, three feet from them, I decided I'm going to say something. 
I heard that this person on the phone, her name was Melissa. So as I'm walking by, I said, hey, tell Melissa I said hi. And the lady goes, what? I said, tell Melissa I said hi. And I kept walking. Now, should I have done that? No. Was there... The point was, I was trying to let her know, hey, you dumb fuck, I can hear I'm a stranger. She knows I'm a stranger. But I know you're talking to Melissa. I shouldn't know that. There's no point on me knowing why you and Melissa are having a fucking conversation. So I pass her and I just thought like, that was stupid. She's not, the lady was is old enough that I don't, I don't think she got the point of me saying that. And by no means is she going to stop doing that shit. It was just, it was a waste of my breath. On the, on the plane though, when people come on the plane, and again, this just happened. Where did, oh yeah, from Pittsburgh to Chicago. Uh, yesterday. There was a gentleman, he was on the phone. He's like, what, huh? And I tapped him on the shoulder and said, uh-uh. I said, take it off, take it off speakerphone. He's like, what? And I said, you're being very loud. I said, there's other people around you. Let's be courteous, yeah? So I gave him a little tap on the shoulder, and I just walked away. And then he took it off speakerphone. And then he got another call, and he hit speaker. And I went, hey. And he, tur he turned back, and then he took it off speaker. <laughs> uh, I, really, I really don't. I really don't. I, my, my intention is not to be rude. It's not. But at the same time, there's some times where I get irritated. And I, I want to I say more than what I'm saying. And it does, it does come out a little rude. Sometimes, I, you know, I, I think to myself, like, fuck, I got to, especially at work, like, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to get fired. I'm not trying to get in trouble. Like, I'm just, I'm there. I, I do enjoy the job, you know, because I get to come place, I get to come to places like this, Maui, and enjoy myself. Um, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no point. Sometimes I think to myself, like, why, why did I even say anything? But it does feel like sometimes that, I like, I give myself a hug when I do that because in my head, I'm like, that's right. You told them. And then I'm like, mm. but then later on I go, yeah, but is that going to change? Is that going to change your behavior in the long, like for the long run or not for the long run? Is that going to, is that going to change their, their behavior from here on out? No, it's not. And to think that me saying something to somebody is gonna change them is very presumptuous of me. And I definitely don't think that I can change heart, hearts and minds. <laughs> I've never thought of myself as, oh, I'm very special. No. I'm just, I'm just Jess, I'm just a regular guy. 
And when I, I've told people things, I've told people things. Oh, you think I have to listen to you? And I go, no, you don't actually. You can tell me to fuck off. You can tell me to fuck off, but I don't have to fuck off. Speaking of fucking off, did I ever, did I ever tell you guys about the little situation? I don't think I did. I'm going to tell you. The first couple days, me and Allie got to Crown Point. We walked, I think it was like day two or three. It was really nice out. There was, it had been cold. It was really nice. And we end up walking with the boys to the square. So we go to the square. It's down the, it's real closer to our house. And the square is like a, like the center of town, I guess. Allie said that her and I think she said her, Ashley, Amber, and Alex. Maybe it was her and Amber. I don't remember. They would ride around and bump their music and cruise the square in Crown Point. Because it's a really small town and there's, you know, it's not L.A. <laughs> so it's not like they're like, oh, let's go to a beautiful beach. They're like, mm, let's go ride around in our cars and play music so that everybody sees us. And let's go crash into the Dairy Queen. Yes, Allie crashed into a Dairy Queen in Crown Point, and it's still there. And every time we pass it, I go, isn't that the... And she goes, shut up! So yes, anyways. So we walk over to the square, and I think we were meeting Alex. One of Allie's friends. We go over there, and we're hanging out. We're on the steps. Of, of the square, like the town hall thing, the big red building. And at one point, Allie's mom came. So we're talking there and blah, 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 blah. And then Allie's mom says, I'm going to leave. Okay. So she leaves and she parked right, not in front, but like on the side of Cafe Fresca. Fresca? Fresco. God damn it. I should know that. Yeah. Wait, let me... No, I'm not going to look it up. Because I should learn it, and if I fucked it up, I'm sorry. So she parks over there, and this guy parks behind her in a no-parking area. Well, apparently, Carla was trying to get out, because if the car wasn't behind her, she could just pull back a little bit and then drive off. Well, because a guy was right on her ass, she was, doot, doot, and then she tapped him. Tap. So she pulls forward. She gets out of the car. I guess the guy got out of his truck and starts cussing her out. You this, blah, blah. She's like, hey, you shouldn't have been parked there. And his parents are like, I'll do whatever I want. Fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. So I think Carla told him, like, well, I mean, if you have if you have to call the cops, you have to, you know, I hit you, you have to call the cops. And he's like, ah, I'm not going to call the cops. Blah, 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 blah. So she gets yelled at by some fucking maniac. She calls Allie and just like, you know, telling her, like, this guy just yelled at me. And she's like, what? So I hear Allie, she's like, what? Who yelled? What? So I'm telling Allie, put on speakerphone. 
So she puts her on speakerphone. Carla says, there's this guy in this truck and he was yelling at me because I tapped his bumper. And, you know, I told him to call the cops, but he said no. And, like he just, he was very aggressive with her. So then I run over with the dogs because I go, what color is the truck? And I can't remember the color of the truck. And she's like, it's this. I go, I think he's still there. So I went over and as I'm, you know, I cross the street and I get over there and I take a picture of the guy's license plate because I'm, I'm just thinking I'm going to take a picture of the license plate because this guy may or may not want to, you know, call the cops later and, and, and file a report because he might realize, oh, my bumper is actually damaged. Um, and I just thought, well, at least then if anything like that were to happen, I can, you know, I can be a witness until the cops like, well, apparently he let her go, but I have like, this is who you're talking about. Right. And they'd be like, oh yeah, that's the guy, whatever. I just thought in my head, I should have the picture of the license plate just in case. So I take the picture, I send it to Jorge and I go to the front and the guy's in the truck and I see him in the truck. I go to the front of the truck and I, and I look and I don't see anything on his bumper. I'm looking, I was like, where the fuck? So I, I say, cause the guy's window with the passenger window was rolled down. I said, there's not shit. What are you, what is he freaking out about? So I start walking away and he goes, Hey, you taking pictures of, of, of my truck buddy? And I went, yes, actually I am. I said, I took a picture of your back license plate. And I start, you know, just walking, gets out of his truck and he's like, what the fuck's wrong with you? And I said, uh, nothing is the fuck wrong with me. Is there something the fuck wrong with you? He starts, you know, uh, you, you can't be taking pictures of me and blah, blah, blah. I said, okay. I said, well, you just yelled at my mother-in-law. Said you a complete fucking asshole with her because she hit your bumper and you're freaking out. And I just came to check the bumper and I can't see anything. Would you like to show me that it's damaged? And he goes, oh, uh, she's like, I didn't call the cops. And I said, okay. I mean, you can, nobody said you can't. And he goes, well, she, she backed into me. She should be more fucking careful. And I said, or how about this? I said, you're dumbass. Shouldn't be parking any no parking area. How about that? You dumb motherfucker. And he goes, what, what? He's like, I can park wherever I want. This is a free country. And I said, you're right. It is a free country and you can park wherever you want. Now, if shit like this happens, you're the dumb motherfucker who like you put yourself in that situation. I said, yeah, but there's consequences with your dumb fuckery. And he, I can't remember. He says something else. Oh, and I said, well, I, oh, he goes, you're a fucking idiot. I said, okay, well, I think you're a fucking idiot too. I said, you don't know how to drive. You don't know how to park and you can go fuck yourself. And he said, I don't have to listen to you. Fuck, what was it? He said something to me to the effect of, you know, I don't like, cause he said the free country thing and he's like, what you can't, oh, he goes, you can't talk to me like that. And I said, actually I can remember you said this is a free country. I said, it is a free country and I can tell you to go fuck right off. And guess what? Go fuck right off. He goes, what? And I said, the beauty of the free country is you don't have to go fuck off. I can tell you, but you don't have to listen to me. I said, my name's Jesse. I'm nobody. And then he was like, 
<gasps> then his, I think it was his wife or whoever was with him. She came in and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, okay, go fuck yourself. See you later. And I went back over where Allie and Alex were. And I was like, yeah, I just told this guy to fuck off. And then I went, wow, cool. Two, three days in our new town and I'm already stirring up the pot with shit. I thought that was, I thought that was funny. Um, and, and nothing ever came out of it. I sent Jorge the license plate just so that he can have it just in case. Uh, but nothing's ever came of it. And I don't ever remember seeing the guy ever again. But then again, if I were to see the guy, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to pick him out. Because to me, a lot of older white people look all like they all look the same to me. So I don't I really I really can't like unless I unless I have interactions with people, then I can tell them apart. But sometimes I'm like, I don't know, that guy looks like the same guy that was over there. And then, you know, like, I've, I'll be like, it's not, that guy had a fuck, I don't know. What do you want me, there, there's a lot of white people around here. They all look the same to me. What do you, what do you want me to do about it? Um, yeah. So I thought that was a, that was an interesting, funny little situation that I had. Hey guys. Thank you, thank you very much for coming back every week. I said it once, I'm going to say it before. I cannot thank you enough. Oh, and also, quick update with the baby. Allie is supposed to be induced tomorrow. The episode, well, on Thursday. Today's Friday. She's going to get induced on the 16th. But when this episode airs on Wednesday, the 15th, they're going to induce her. The plan is to induce her the next day, I believe, later in the evening um, but before I started record recording Allie called me and said she was having some pretty bad pain and she was on her way to the ER and she goes is there any way you can get home quicker and I said no because my flight's in like two hours I'm getting home the quickest um, so she just got to the ER let me read the text she just got to the ER and she just texted me uh, this hurts like a motherfucker. So I don't know what's going on. And I'm, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. If she goes into labor now or they induce her now, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, that's a little update with what's going on with the baby. Um Guys, remember, tell everybody you know, everybody you know, friends, families, family, uh, co-workers, uh, people you like, even people you don't like. Be like, hey, because maybe if they start listening to the show, you might start liking them. If not, then you know what? No, fuck that. If you don't like them, I don't like them. Right? Should we do that? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe if you don't like them, I might like them. Unless they're a complete fucking asshole, then don't tell them about the show. Or tell them about the show, and then I'm going to tell them, watch, tell them to listen to right now. Ready? Hey, asshole. Fuck you. See? There you go. Anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. And I'll see you next week.